everybody has a topic on the exam that they really just don't like. Whether it's hand therapy or psych or neuropeds, whatever it is, everybody's got a kryptonite. Well, I've got your secret weapon. If you're enjoying the podcast, I've been putting out video courses called 450 Formula. They're designed to make these giant, complex, difficult topics as simple and easy as possible, just like the podcast. You get all the big ideas, the foundational information, and you walk away with simple, easy mnemonics that make remembering everything a breeze. So if you're looking for a little extra help on those big, bad topics, or you just want to knock them all out together, then head over to 450formula.com and take a look. There's some free videos we can get a good feel for how it works. Check it out and get your 450. Hang in there. Hey, welcome back. So today we're going to be talking about the Glasgow Coma Scale. I've got a mnemonic for you to make it real easy to remember. Quick note, remember there's always a study guide associated with these episodes, so if you're already subscribed, check out your inbox, and if you're not, be sure to head to otexamprepper.com and subscribe to the email list so that you'll get the study guides for free. Uh, I think they really help. Also, it's been super awesome to see all the really, really nice reviews people have been leaving on iTunes or wherever else. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much if you've done something like that. And if you haven't and would consider taking a moment to do that, I would super appreciate it. It was really awesome. Also, um, a couple things I'm working on. I know some people have said that like sometimes the audio is a little bit quiet. And I've tried a couple tricks to try to get it louder, but... maybe it's something just with like the equipment I'm using sort of like it's peak capacity or whatever, but I am experimenting a little bit. Um, if I push the volume up too high, it ends up like capping out and sounding really bad a lot. Um, so I'm trying to kind of skirt the boundary here and get the volume up as high as I can. So people can enjoy it while they're running or, you know, driving on like a loud road or something like that and still hear it, um, without, you know, I don't know, spending $2,000 on more recording equipment. (laughs) So uh, hopefully it works out. It's a work in progress. So if it's still kind of quiet, my apologies. I will, you know, try to keep thinking of ways to make that better. But I am aware of it and trying to work on it. So thank you for your patience. And you guys are awesome. Uh, Other note, uh, there's a Facebook group, OT Exam Prepper Study Study Group on Facebook. So check that out. Um, If you got any questions or concerns or comments or just a place to like swap tips and tricks and whatever about uh, the test, uh, it's a good place to do it. So again, OT exam prepper study group on Facebook. You guys are awesome. Let's get to it. All right, Glasgow Coma Scale, here we go. Okay, so what is the Glasgow Coma Scale? This is a scale, it's out of 15 points, and it measures, it's the most common assessment used to determine how people are functioning after some sort of uh, brain injury. So that could be like a traumatic brain injury, it could also be a stroke, it could also be something medically induced, like a diabetic coma or something like that. So it could be a whole bunch of things, but if someone's cognition is, you know, moderately to severely affected, you're probably going to see how they're doing using the Glasgow Coma Scale to communicate to other healthcare professionals in a quick way, just how they're doing. So what does it measure? It measures three kinds of responses to environmental stimuli. So this is eye-opening response, 
verbal response, and motor response. So there are these three categories. You're scored in each one, and then you add up the scores to get a total out of 15. So you're thinking there's three categories, and it's out of 15. Each one is worth five points. And that would make you a logical person, but you'd also be wrong. There's actually only... Uh, so each category is worth four and then five and then six points. So that's kind of annoying and we need to come up with a way to remember that. So eye-opening response is worth four points. So we're going to remember one word with each of these things. We're going to associate a word with each type of response to uh, remember how many um, possible points are in that category. So for eye-opening response, again, it's eye-opening. The word we're going to remember is open, O-P-E-N, four letters, four possible points. For verbal response, we're talking, it's going to be mouth. So that's five letters, five possible points. And then the last one, motor response, we're going to remember the word muscle for six letters and six possible points. Okay, so let's go through each one and we'll talk about the different levels, what they are, and then what mnemonic we're going to use to remember these things. So this is a pretty simple, straightforward thing. Again, as much as I love coming up with the mnemonics that are like related to movies and nerd stuff, uh, sometimes it's just too simple and too small to really benefit from something like that. And it's just easiest to remember some sort of goofy sentence. So I've tried to make up little acronyms for these things and I've tried to make them as easy to remember because they do with that thing or they really give you a good clue as to what the word they represent is. So you'll see what I mean in a second, but uh, just bear with me here for a minute. Okay, so let's get into eye-opening response. Actually, before we do, it would be a good idea to talk about the similarities between all three scales here. Sorry, not all three scales, all three categories that you're scored in. So the th one thing that's common between the three uh, different types of response, eye-opening, verbal, and motor, is that the very bottom level, the worst you can do in any of those three categories is no response, meaning that no matter what sort of stimuli is provided, no matter what happens, this person does not exhibit that behavior. So they do not open their eyes no matter what happens, they, or they don't respond verbally no matter what happens, or they don't respond physically no matter what happens. So the, the bottom of everything is no response. That should be pretty easy to remember, and that actually makes our life easier because even though each category has four, five, or six levels, then we only have to remember three, four, or five things. So just remember that the bottom is no response, and it's really important to remember that no response is not worth zero points. It is worth one point, meaning that if someone came in and they had no eye-opening response, no verbal response, and no motor response to any kind of stimuli, that's literally the worst you can do on this scale, and it's not zero out of 15, it's three out of 15. Okay, so let's dive into each one specifically. So for eye-opening response, again, we're remembering the word open because there's four possible points, but again, the bottom one is no response, worth one, and so we only have to remember three levels. So the top one worth four points is spontaneous is the word we're gonna remember. And that means that your eyes are open and blinking and you're just kind of looking around. You don't need something to happen to open your eyes or attend to it. Worth three points, the next level down is commands or verbal stimuli. So if someone uh, addresses you verbally with a command or some sort of other verbal stimuli, then you open your eyes to attend to it. And then the second to last level worth two points is to pain only. So that'd be any kind of noxious stimuli is the only thing that gets you to open your eyes. So again, the three words we're going to try to remember here are spontaneous, commands, and pain. So SCP, for me, I wear contacts, 
Uh, so the first thing that came to my mind was spontaneous contact pain. And that's nice because the top one and the bottom one are actually the words that you're trying to remember in the mnemonic. So SCP, spontaneous contact pain. And then you only have to remember that contact stands for commands. You could always also change it if you don't wear contact so that doesn't stick in your brain. You could do spontaneous visual pain to think of like getting a piece of dust in your eye. You could also do, I thought of a couple other ones. You could do s'il vous plaît, like the French word for if you please. And you could remember that by the first one, s'il vous plaît. C being S-E-E as in sight. Uh, I went with spontaneous contact pain or spontaneous visual pain. And you just need to remember that, again, that middle one, the C stands for commands or the V stands for verbal stimuli or C V play or whatever you want to use. But that's it. So now you can remember those those three levels. And then obviously the bottom one is no response worth one. And that's it for eye opening. So let's move on to verbal response. Again, verbal response. The word we're remembering is mouth. And there's five letters. So we can remember that there's five possible points. And again, the bottom one is no response. So we only need to remember four. So. The top level worth five points is oriented, meaning you can carry on a conversation and you're not confused. The next one is confused, but able to answer questions, meaning that you might be a little disoriented or wondering what's going on, but you're able to respond sort of in a meaningful way to uh, people addressing you. So we, and there's two parts of that that we really want to remember again, confused. And then also the thing about questions, I think that really kind of rounds it out and gives you the full idea of what that level is about. The next level down worth three points is inappropriate words, meaning that you're not able to hold up like a, like a logical side of the conversation. So your responses are either meaningless or, or like they, they're, they're words, but they're, (laughs) if you've worked with TBIs, you probably have a very specific idea of what this means, but inappropriate words. A lot of times people cursing is one of the things that people retain, uh, longer than other stuff if they've lost some of their speech. And then, uh, the next level down is incomprehensible speech. So that would be they're making vocalizations, but they don't really seem to mean anything. And then the last one is, again, no response. So the things we need to remember here are oriented, confused, but able to answer questions, inappropriate, and incomprehensible. So for this one, we're going to think of, again, verbal, like speaking, mouth. We're going to think of a theater company. And so this mnemonic is going to be our company, question mark, inappropriate, ink. So again, our company with a question mark and then inappropriate ink. So our stands for oriented. They kind of resemble each other, so that should be pretty easy. Company with the question mark stands for, the C stands for confused, and then the question mark stands for able to answer questions. So you can remember both parts of that. And then inappropriate stands for inappropriate, pretty easy. And the last one, ink, short for incorporated in the mnemonic, stands for incomprehensible speech. So I think that one, even though it's a bit of a stretch to get to like this mnemonic specifically, it really gives you a strong hint as to what each of the levels are. And I like that. So last one, motor response. Oh, and then again, yeah, in verbal response, obviously the bottom one's no response. So motor response, again, the word you're remembering is muscle. There are six letters, six possible points. The bottom one is no response. So we only need to remember five. So Very top level worth six points is obeys commands for movement. The next one down is purposeful movement to pain. So we're thinking obey, purposeful. The next one is withdraws from pain. So withdraw. 
flexion response to pain. And then in parentheses, this is associated with decorticate posturing if you've been studying your neuro stuff lately. And then the second to last level before no response is extension response to pain. And again, parenthetical decerebrate posturing if you're studying your neuro stuff. So for this one, uh, the big ones are like obey. And then it's important to note that after the very top level, if you're doing great, all the rest are just what your response to a noxious stimuli are. So after obeys commands for movement, which means that you're oriented enough to do what people are asking you to do, the rest are just how you respond to noxious stimuli. I thought that was kind of odd. It seems like a big jump to me, but that's how the scale is. That's just how it is. So again, purposeful movement to pain, that would be like they take action to remove the stimuli or address it in some way. Withdrawing from pain is just movement away from that thing. And then flexion is going into a flexion response, extension going into an extension response. But all four of those are in, are in response to pain. So obey, purposeful, withdraw, flexion, extension is what we're trying to remember. So the mnemonic we're going to use is obviously pretty with flexible extensions. <laughs> I don't love super girly mnemonics, but this one just had to be this way. Uh, obviously pretty with flexible extensions. So obey, obvious, obviously stands for obey. Pretty stands for purposeful. With stands for withdraw. Flexible stands for flexion. And extensions stands for extension. So most of those give you at least a pretty good idea of what you're going for. Uh, you can also change it if you want to, you know, if you don't think obeys is really the best word for that one and you want to go for commands instead, then you could change it to clearly pretty with flexible extensions if that's more memorable and just better for you. But I thought obviously pretty with flexible extensions for obeys was good enough. So um, that's it. So the last thing to remember is just how to interpret the scale. So it's, again, a scale out of 15, but the bottom is three. So it's a scale from three, being no response in all three categories, to 15, being full points in all categories. And the scale here is like a mild, moderate, uh, severe. So um, we're going to remember these different uh, ranges here with three to eight is classified as a severe head injury, and that's because you would hate to have a severe head injury. So like H, the number eight, hate. So three, eight and below is a severe head injury. And that's where like a true coma would be included. So what you think of as a, as a med, like a, a coma where someone is comatose, non-responsive, that sort of thing. They could have some of these responses. Again, like just because someone has like flexion in response to pain doesn't mean that they're not in a coma. Um, so yeah, those are the severe, severe head injuries. Uh, again, three through eight, you'd hate to have a severe head injury. Um, and then the middle range nine to 12 is just moderate. And we don't have a mnemonic for that because we have a mnemonic for the bottom and the top. So lucky number 13 to have a mild injury. That's because 13 and above 13, 14, 15 is considered a mild head injury. So lucky number 13, you got away with a mild head injury. And then obviously the middle range there is the moderate one. So nine through 12. One more time, eight and below, you'd hate to have a severe head injury. And lucky number 13, you got away with a mild one. And then nine to 12 is the middle ground. And that's it. So that should be a pretty easy way for you to remember the Glasgow Coma Scale. Um, Again, talking about sort of uh, active recall being the main thing here about how you want to be preparing for this test. 
Um, I made a study guide for this again. Uh, so please check out the website if you haven't gotten a subscribe to the, the study guides, um, otexamprepper.com. And be sure to, um, you can get the study guides there. Or if you've already subscribed, it should be in your email inbox. So check it out. Um, it really helps to just have a little bit of a visual thing to go along with this for you to memorize it a little easier. And you want to make sure that you are able to reproduce this from nothing. So you don't, I don't, it's not helpful to you to be staring at my study guide that I provided and then copying it down unless you then put it away and then recreate it without looking at your notes or my notes. So you need to be able to generate this out of nowhere. So again, I would write like Glasgow coma scale. And then I would write, um, you know, the three words that we remembered, open mouth muscle. And then you're going to want to remember those mnemonics spontaneous contact pain, our company, inappropriate ink, and obviously pretty with flexible extensions. And then you're going to want to be able to, from those things, write down, you know, at least that one keyword, if not the, like a more uh, detailed sort of description of what those levels are, right? So uh, that's it. So just be sure to, um, you know, make sure that you can generate this without uh, any of my stuff. Um, and then keep practicing it, you know, do it a couple times today, do it once or twice tomorrow, and then do it, you know, maybe once a day, or if you're studying for quite a while, once every couple days until the test comes. And it should be pretty easy for you to just whip this out if you need it. Okay. So you guys take care, you rock and uh, best of luck. Last but not least, music this episode was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs>